Welcome to the Write for a Reason podcast. My name is Janet Wilson. I'm a publisher of Christian fiction for young people with Dernier Publishing. If you are a Christian and new to writing stories for kids and teens, stay tuned for encouragement, creative writing tips and actionable strategies you can implement immediately to become a better writer and get your books out into the world. Now, today we're going to be looking at essential ingredients for author websites with Sonia Anderson. Now, 20 years ago, this wouldn't have been a thing, having an author website. But these days, every author does need a website of some description. So I'm delighted to welcome author Sonia to the podcast today, all the way from Seattle. Now, Sonia is the perfect person to talk to us as she has recently had her website analysed by the Bluehost server company marketing experts and they gave it a 74 out of 77 points, which is amazing. So grab a pen and paper or your writing journal and get ready to make some notes. While you're getting all that organised, let me tell you a little bit more about our guest. Sonia has been a writer for a reason for a while. She has two published children's novels, more on the way, and a non-fiction book for adults that she co-authored with her husband. She works as an elementary school librarian. She told me earlier on, watching kids check out her own books is a joy she wishes every children's author could experience. Isn't that just the most wonderful thing? So first of all, Sonia, a very warm welcome to the podcast. It's a delight to have you with us here. And thank you so much for taking the time, especially as it's quite early in the morning for you, isn't it? It is. Thank you so much for having me. It's just a delight to be here. Now, the first thing I'd like to say is what a wonderful job you have. Children and books. It's the perfect combination. Yes, I feel like an industrial spy. I get to see what the kids like to check out, what they think is funny, what they check out again and again, and it really inspires me. Yes, I bet. How exciting. And you get to read all the books that are on the shelves as well, I expect, don't you? So good oh, research yes. there. Absolutely. I like that expression, <laughs> industrial spy. And uh, one of, another thing that you said to me uh, at some point when we were chatting was what a joy it was to read what children say about your books. Yes, it's amazing when you um, hear kids talk about your book to other friends, tell them that it's a good book and that Ooh. they should read it. Things like that. It's just a joy. Absolutely. I can just imagine. So let's get on to the topic in hand, essential ingredients for author websites. Now, let's start with the big question. Why do authors need websites? I think it's very important to have a home on the internet, someplace where potential agents, editors, readers, even people looking for speakers can uh, have a place to find you and to contact you. So um, that's, I think, the most important reason. Right. So it's almost like your little home on the internet. You've got your little house, your little apartment, and people can, with your address, people can come and find you. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. So that's a main reason. What else is there, Sonia? Well, I think it's an important place for people to connect to you in other ways as well. It's kind of like a gateway. For example, we connected, I believe, the first time because I commented on your podcast or blog or something that I found you on. And there's a space in uh, most places where you comment to include a website address. And you looked mine up and contacted me 
And um, that's how we got connected, I think, originally for this podcast, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a way that people, it's kind of a funnel of ways people can reach you and then ask you to participate in some way in their blog, their uh, speaking opportunities, etc. Yes, yes, I think that is exactly how it happened. And I was so impressed with your really simple and authentic website. And what I didn't want for somebody coming on the podcast was for a website to be so kind of dazzling that it would really put people off. But if people come to your website now, which let's tell everybody what it is now. So if you're listening now, jot this down. It's soniaandersonbooks.com and Sonia with a J. So S-O-N-J-A. Correct. So soniaandersonbooks.com. Um, and do have a look because it's really simple. It's really authentic. You can find Sonia there and pictures of her and the books, of course. Will you have a look? Because you'll be surprised what you can find in there. We will be going into that a little bit of that in a minute. But I guess too, Sonia, is it a place where you can actually sell books? You can. Sometimes um, people have a store on their website where they can sell books directly. I have buy links on my website. So Uh under the books page that we'll be talking about, I have copies of like the book covers and Amazon links or to other bookshops that I want people to be directed to. Yeah. And I think that is really brilliant because anybody starting out can do that. It's so, so simple. You have a little bit about yourself and about your books and you don't have to think, oh, how do I set up the store and how do I accept payments? You can just put a link to a bookstore, which is exactly what you've done, Sonia. Mm-hmm. Any other main reasons you th- you can think of that is is necessary for authors to have a website. Yes, in fact, though probably the one of the most important reasons is because you can connect a newsletter, an email newsletter to oh. your website and have like a I have a pop-up box where um, people can sign up, click on that and then sign up. There's also like little forms and uh, to make it very easy to for people to connect to you personally in a way that is much more direct than social media. Because when you put a post on social media, you know, people scroll by it, it disappears, you know, from Twitter or whatever. And very few people, even if you have a lot of followers, very few people actually see your post. But with an email, if you think about it, you know, things come direct to your email and Often people will click on it to see what you have to say, even if it's just a brief scan. But it gives me a way, I do that instead of blogging now. I used to have a blog, but now I have an email newsletter. I just send it out once a month, but I have a very good open rate and Mm. where people can read a little note about the progress of the various projects that I'm working on or some kind of note, Merry Christmas, you know, whatever it is um, I can send out and the website is a key place to house um, special offers like little gifts. Um, In fact, for you guys today, you'll have a gift if you click on the link in the show notes that I have for you and you can offer different resources. Oh, um, that's really kind of you, Sonia. You've given us a gift. Yes, it's a, a PowerPoint on how to use scene cards to take the fear out of writing. Scene cards, little three by five cards are my secret weapon for writing. I use them for (laughs) all my books (laughs) and it prevents writer's block. It helps me play with my writing and I really enjoy them. So here's an extra tip, uh, folks, if you're listening, quite apart from your author website, scene cards. So you've got your little scenes on there, Sonia, and you play with those and you put them in the right order and what have you. 
lovely. Do go over to the website, pick up your free gift on how to use those. That's great, Sonia. Thank you so much. So this is a really brilliant way of using your website then. So you've got a a connect with me um, newsletter and every month you send it out. Do you get a lot of uh, people coming back to you after you've written? I do. That's one of the most fun parts is that people do write back. And when they reply, it's a direct email back to me. And so it's all very personal. And, you know, when people reach out to an author, they are, whether it's looking at your website or um, through the email newsletter, they're trying to get to know you a little bit, you know, for they connect to your writing, they want to know who's behind it. And so it's a way that you can connect to your reader. Mm, that's really that's really lovely and people do think I don't know if you um, obviously you work in a school all the time but any of you who are listening if you go into a school and do um, an author event aren't the children just so excited to actually meet an author it makes you feel like a million dollars doesn't it it does I had the chance to visit six different classrooms with a new story that I've been writing a picture oh, book story wow. and it was a thrill to be in person again after the pandemic oh yes I bet it really has been yes yeah, nothing quite like meeting your readers face to face is it but yeah, an email of course you would be getting in touch with the the people who might, would be buying your book wouldn't you so you'd be talking to the the parents the grandparents perhaps the godparents uncles and aunties yes Yes, that's the tricky part about an author website when you write for children is because it's hard to get your mind wrapped around who your audience is for that website. But it really is all of those like gatekeepers, the people that buy books for children or acquire books for children like agents Uh and editors. Yes. So that's a really good tip for your website, uh, folks, is to think about who is going to be actually looking at it. Who are you? You know, who is your audience? But you also do have on there, Sonia, I've noticed because I've had a look, you have some colouring pages which are downloadable and people can just like print them off. You give them to their children to colour in. So that's a lovely addition too. Thank you. Yes, another addition I have on there too is a link to Reader's Theatre, which are short excerpts from each of my novels, including the unpublished one that will be out in a a couple of years. Um, But I have a scene from that already on there as kind of a heads up, like this is coming. Yes, Um, yes. And the children love love those little plays. Yes. So this is just a little thing that like uh, if you've got four or five children in, let's say, a Sunday school class or um, in in a little group. Um, if you've got families, cousins all together, I guess at times uh, when you had to have a family get together, you can do these little play acting scenes from the mm-hmm. story. That's yeah. right. It's called Reader's Theatre because you don't need a lot of props or, you know, sets. Right. It's just um, to read and uh, it's fun. Yes. And educational too, isn't it? Because it's lovely for the children to build up their confidence a little bit reading things. Okay. So have we gone through the main reasons for having an author website? So you've got a home on the internet where you can connect with people, people can connect with you. Uh, You've got um, a contact form uh, where you can put links to sell your books, uh, connect with a newsletter so that every month you can, instead of writing a blog, you can send out to people who um, you know want it. Is there anything else that you, you feel that is important, Sonia? Yeah. I think those are the main things. Those are the main things. Okay, folks, we have the main things. <laughs> so let's go on now to the pages, the most important uh, play- pages to start with, Sonia. What do you think? I think two main pages. You need a landing page, like a home page, someplace where if 
people type in the address, they will land uh-huh. on a main page that maybe gives a picture of you and or something that relates to your books so that they know they're in the right place. And then a contact page so that they can reach out to you. Yes. So you kind of need a very professional looking homepage uh-huh. and a contact page. Yes. And you want your author photo on the homepage to be very children friendly, very uh, approachable to reflect who you are as a writer. Yes, yes, good tip. Smiling, I guess, maybe even holding books or with a child, perhaps something like that. Or with your dog. If you, I don't have a dog, but yeah, a lot of children love to see authors the with animals their dogs. or the dogs or whatever. Yeah, no, I haven't got a dog either. Or, yeah. or maybe in the garden or something sunny and friendly. Yes, I see. That sounds really good. So if you start, that's the main thing then to have your, your picture of you, your picture of your books, people know exactly what's what. Um, and the contact, because that's what it's all about, isn't it? Being that connection. Yes. Okay. So if people wanted to move on from there, so you'd start off with those two main pages. Um, once you get a little bit confident, what would you think would be a good thing to move on to? I would add a books page if you have any books or a place where you can talk about your coming projects and give progress reports. Perhaps if you do have some books out, you can add testimonials. What have readers said about your books, you know, Mm. or said about your speaking? If you do speaking engagements, which is a really wonderful way to sell books, like at the end of a speech, there's often a book table and you can sell books. So you want to have some quotes about what people have said about your work or about your speaking. Um, If you do book trailers, it's a place to link to a book trailer or an interview if you've been interviewed anywhere. And then maybe discussion guides for kids if if your books um, blend themselves to discussion, buy links, you know, any of those things, kid-friendly things like coloring pages or my reader's theater, for example. Yes, lovely. Yes. So that's all, but that would all be on the books page. These are really, really good ideas, folks. I hope you're making notes. Um, If that was a little bit fast for you, do go back and listen to that again and and jot down some ideas and perhaps you've got some ideas of your own perhaps if you're writing historical novels you might like to put something about the the time period that you've written it in or if you're writing about uh, a particular animal you might like to write something I know we've got a, a writer for a reason Ruth who's writing about bees at the moment and she's planning to have something about bees for children to read on her website too which I think is a really good idea oh that's wonderful she could even include videos of bees doing their things you know include links to the short videos yes what a good idea what a good idea Sonia yes so um, all these are really great ideas so do add your own folks and make it your own Uh, you don't have to be like anybody else do you Sonia that's exactly right people are looking for who you are and Uh um, being authentic sharing who you are without you know oversharing or being too personal but they do want to know who you are And that lends me to the last page I would recommend, which is the about page, some kind of bio page that gives people a chance to get to know you. You could even have kind of short, medium and long bios, you know, like a brief thing for somebody to introduce you, perhaps if you have a speaking engagement. Right. Um, or a medium length one or a long one that is kind of a I have a letter to my readers so they can understand maybe why I write a little bit about that. Yes, yes, that's a really good idea. It is actually really interesting, isn't it, to see where people grew up and where they lived and little snippets of information about them. I always love that. So now we get on to the really, really big one, the actual setup of the website. It's all very well to say, oh, yes, I need a website. But how would you go about it? How, what would you recommend? 
So the first thing I do and what I did do was I checked out children's book author websites of children's authors who I thought were similar to me in personality and our books are kind of similar in theme perhaps. And I so I looked at those websites and I found some that I liked this bit of one and this bit of another. And I tried to emulate what I saw that I really liked. Uh, one way that you can do that is when you find websites that you like is look at the bottom of the page, scroll all the way down to the bottom and um, see if it says what company like organizes that website. For example, mine says powered by Astra WordPress theme. And that just means that I use WordPress and I selected the Astra theme. And so that gives you an idea if you like kind of what I did, you know, you could start there. I highly recommend that you go to authormedia.com. A wonderful Christian marketer named Thomas Umstadt offers a free course on building a website using wordpress.org. If you click on the resources tab for his website there on authormedia.com, this is like the first course that pops up, at least it did uh, when I looked at this the other day. And it uses a paid theme called Divi. And honestly, if I had discovered this website and this resource before I did my website, I would have done it. It would have saved me hours and hours of trial and error. And so I, I highly recommend following the steps on his uh, workshop and it'll be easier than you can imagine uh, if you do that to set up your own website. Wow, wow, that is a brilliant tip. So what I'll do, folks, is pop that in the show notes for you. You can follow it along and do a step-by-step -step course and you'll end up with a website. That's amazing, Sonia. Thank you for that. And it's free. So I guess you have to pay for the the theme, but that probably isn't a massive amount, is it? And you obviously have to pay right. for your hosting. Um, and are there any other costs involved with that? I think that's it. And this is all very, um, it's less expensive than if you use, for example, WordPress.com or other um, sites that do a lot of things for you. And it looks very intuitive and easy and pretty when you go to these different websites that set up websites for you, but they cost more per year to run because they are doing more for you. And it's more limiting on what you can do eventually through your career. So I'd, I'd encourage you to think about where you want your career to go. You know, uh, what do you possibly want to include on your website? Maybe someday you want your own store on your website. Well, some of these other websites that look so easy and pretty to use. They don't include all the features that WordPress.org does, which is really limitless. And um, and the Bluehost server people, I have to put out a shout out to the Bluehost server tech guys, because when I was doing this myself and had so many questions, they were a phone call away and for free, and I could just call them and they would answer and they would walk me through different problems and they were wonderful. The right. other thing, Google is your best friend. You just type in your question exactly how you would ask it to your friend and just type it in and you will find YouTube videos and articles that just answer every conceivable question you might have. Great. That's really excellent. So folks, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, if you've been putting it off, if you're thinking, yes, I should have had an author website set up five years ago or whatever, now is the time to do it. So new year, new start, 
it's probably simpler than you think. You may end up with some little headaches, you may end up with some questions, but nothing that is not surmountable with a little bit of help. So do try out that uh, free course. That sounds really excellent. And follow Sonia's tips there. You can do it. Can they do it, Sonia? Absolutely. If I could do it, I am not a techie person <laughs> and um, I, I did it and um, you can do it too. Yes. There we go then, folks. That is everything that we need for a website. Really, really simple. Start with a page, get it set up and move on from there and then make it your own. So you have a lovely little logo on there, Sonia. So this one was actually my daughter's, um, one of her best friends was an art major in college and um, she did this for me. I paid her and, and we worked on it together about what I was hoping to have that reflects my novels for kids and, and I was really thrilled with it. One thing I learned to do that you can do too is at the end of every email um, that you send out, you can have an automatic signature that includes a link to your website. And in fact, my logo, I turned that into an active link so that if you click on the uh, logo, uh, it takes you right to the website. There we go. So you might get more hits, more traffic. And that's what exactly what we want, isn't it? Now, your first two books, Sonia, before we finish, are Sophie's Quest and Sophie Top Feather Superstar. They are available both from Amazon. Is that correct? That is correct. And they are about to be re-released. Sophie's Quest really is imminently about to be re-released by an American publisher. The original publisher was a Sunpenny Books in the UK. And now it is being put out in an illustrated edition by an American publisher called Brimstone Fiction. And so I'm really looking forward to that being um a new edition coming soon. Yes, how absolutely lovely. And um, do check out uh, those books on Sonia's website. Um, just finally, before we wrap up, Sonia, do you have any final tips to offer listeners that we haven't perhaps gone through yet? Um, I have a final Bible verse I'd like to share if I may. Oh, lovely. Yes, absolutely. Matthew 5, 14 to 16 says, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. And, you know, we've been celebrating Jesus Emmanuel being with us and our books are written with God and for God. And we um, they are our good deeds for him and written to shine a light on our father and um, for the edification of his children, um, us and, and our readers alike. And so I encourage you to use, think of a website as a light shining on our good deeds, you know, on our books for um, our father. And it's the way people find things now. It's the way people research and discover things. And we want our books to be discoverable. And so I encourage you to work on a website and um, let your light shine. Yes. Oh, that is so lovely. Thank you for that, for that Sonia. 
to remember that we're not doing it for ourselves. Uh, we're not doing it because we think that we need a website, but uh, the whole ultimate purpose is to get more books into more young hands, isn't it? Yes, thank you, yeah. Sonia. Really appreciate that. And thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today, um, as it has been to, to get to know you a little bit over the last couple of months. Um, and I know all this information will be so useful for people. I will put your website in the show notes and do pop over and say hello to Sonia, uh, connect with her there, um, have a look at the books as well. Um, and if there's anything, I'm sure she would be delighted to hear from you. I would indeed. And if you have any questions about how to go through this process, if you are running into a roadblock and you just don't know what to do, feel free to reach me on that contact page on my website because it does come directly to my email. I will write back um, and usually very quickly. So just please do contact me and I'd be glad to help you. That is really kind. I'll put um, the, all the information that we need there on the show notes. So thank you, Sonia. And maybe we'll see you again on the website when your new books come out. Who knows? <laughs> thank you. Now, if you'd like lots more free creative writing tips, uh, hop on over to writeforreason.com. There's lots more resources and encouragement there on our own, very own website to encourage you and help you write excellent, relevant, fun novels and get them into your readers' hands. I do have a free course, Gripping Beginnings, which you can sign up and start straight away, which will help you grip your readers from the very first page of your story. So don't put it off. Today is a gift to use wisely only you can write your book and if you've been called to write someone's waiting for it